the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So there is predictably a large, angry faction of uh, shrill, shrieking LGBTQ freaks testifying before the State Board of Education. And I don't use the word freak lightly. They are freaks in terms of how they view the world. That God either does not exist or that he has no authority over their lives. Uh, If you believe that, you are a fool. And there are many people in this world who believe that. And they rebel against God's authority. And it you can see it. Like, did any of you see the Dr. Phil clip with Lila Rose, the advocate for uh, pro-life? At, uh, why can't I think of Lila Rose's organization? It's crazy. I've, I've given to it before. I've heard her speak. Uh, but Lila Rose was on Dr. Phil, and there's a woman in the audience who was, you know, just, I mean, she was demonic. She has like piercings and she's screaming and yelling and Lila Rose just awash in the peace that you have inside when you know you're on the right side of protecting life. Just responded very compassionately, but firmly in that life begins at conception. I mean, that is so obvious. Life, it has to begin somewhere. If it doesn't begin at conception, where in the continuum of conception to delivery would it begin if it didn't begin at conception? Now, you can argue that you shouldn't honor that life that's begun at conception, but you can't really argue when life begins. Would it begin, what, week 8, week 9, week 10, week 15? Like, why then? So... The leftist position has no logic to it. It does not even have science on its side. And so the argument is made from a point of emotion. I feel this way about it. I feel like that life in the womb will interrupt my life. So that's a selfish perspective as well. And today at the State Board of Education, where they're debating this resolution that they want to adopt to empower Dave Yost, the state's attorney general, to push back against the Biden administration, extending Title IX protection to gender identity. So if you are not a woman, but you say you are, then you should be able to use women's private spaces, dress in a women's locker room, use the women's bathroom, walk in on a woman in a locker room while she's showering. Uh, There's no privacy, no protection for authentic women if this goes through, and this is what the Biden administration wants to put out there, and they have all the LGBTQ organizations behind them, and they have a whole 
host of screaming advocates telling them today at the State Board of Education meeting what? Oh, if you don't, if you adopt this, uh, well, well, kids will die. They will feel harm. They, they will die. Kids will die. Well, there was a study done in Sweden in 2011, a, three, a 30-year study of people who had gender reassignment surgery. Because, you know, we got to give the gender dysphoric drugs to interrupt puberty, and we have to give them gender-affirming care. We have to give them operations that cut off the healthy breast tissue of women or castrate boys and turn their male genitalia into a facsimile of female genitalia. Uh, What they found in Sweden from that 30-year study is that those who had gender reassignment surgeries were 19 times more likely to commit suicide than those who did not. 19 times more likely. So it seems to me like a lot of people who go through the process and are affirmed in their gender lunacy they're not too protected if 19 times as many commit suicide as do not. Now, we've had a Capital University Law School professor today named Kelly Mahosik get up before the State Board of Education and say that if they adopt this resolution to reject the Biden administration's idiotic interpretation of Title IX, extend it to those who claim to be women when they are not, that this could affect the future federal funding for schools. Well, I mean, I appreciate Professor Mahochik bringing to light a bonus outgrowth of this resolution, because I would love it if public schools were funded less than they currently are. How are Ohio schools doing, by the way? Let's check with the Heritage Foundation, shall we? The Heritage Foundation's Education Freedom Report Card. State education rankings for parents. This is different than the Ohio Board of Education or the Ohio State Department of Education rankings, which came out earlier this week, which we talked about where Columbus City Schools got the worst possible rating for early literacy and graduation. Not a coincidence, by the way. If you do lousy in early literacy, you probably will not do exemplary in graduation. But this is the Heritage Foundation, okay? So maybe Ohio's better. No. Ohio schools rank 34th out of 50 states, according to the Heritage Foundation. Let's dig a little deeper into the Ohio ratings, shall we? School choice rank, wait, we're number seven. Heritage Foundation says Ohio does well in allowing parents to choose among private, charter, and district schools, but could do more to expand expand education choice. Yes, backpack bill, please. Ohio could improve its ranking by establishing K-12 education savings accounts. That would be nice. Ohio could also improve its ranking by making it easier for more charter schools to open and operate. Well... Kind of hard when the Biden administration says that in order to open a charter school, they would like you to have to get permission from the public school in the area who says, yeah, you know, we really need somebody to come and take students away from our school so we can fire some teachers in our teachers union. Yeah, funny how public schools don't go along with that. How's Ohio doing in terms of transparency? Hmm. Well, as 
luck, bad luck, would have it, I have a headline in my hand. From foxnews.com, Ohio School District tells teachers they don't have to inform parents of students' name and pronoun changes. Now, this is up in Medina, Ohio, which is northeast Ohio, east of Cleveland. Medina Public Schools recently informed teachers they have no obligation to inform parents. If a student as young as 11 risks to be uh, uh, requests to be called by a different name or pronoun, an 11-year-old, and so a school superintendent and a school board in the state of Ohio in a huge district, oh, excuse me, it's Mentor Public Schools, not Medina, it's Mentor Public Schools. Mentor is east of Cleveland, Medina is south of Cleveland. Mentor Public Schools. Superintendent, Assistant Superintendent Timothy Heyman sent an email to teachers in grades 6 through 12 saying they do not have to notify parents of a name or pronoun change if the student requests it informally and does not ask for it to be changed in the school's official records keeping. Yeah, I'm sure if you're a kid and you're deciding to experiment with your gender in order to gain community in the schools and have the teachers treat you like you're somebody special, do you think you're going to say, no, I want it changed in our system because that'll notify my parents and I really want my parents to know. So that's why the Heritage Foundation ranks Ohio 35th in transparency because it's not required. Obviously it's not, or men wouldn't be getting away with this. Ohio ranks 44th out of 50 states. According to the Heritage Foundation, in terms of regulatory freedom, what does that mean? It means that the teachers decide what the curriculum is. The parents don't have a whole lot of input in it. 82% of Ohio school districts with more than 15,000 students employ a chief diversity officer. Mm, That's a woke alarm. And in spending rank, Ohio ranks 45th in spending. We spend the 18th most per pupil among states, 11th in 4th through 8th grade math and reading average. But Ohio could curb significant growth in non-teaching administrative staff. Yeah, right. Thank you, Columbus Education Association. So I've been spending the commercial break reading some of the uh, tweets from uh, Joe Ingalls. Joe is one of the uh, reporters with uh, public radio here in Ohio. So uh, you pay her salary. And uh, she's, of course, on the left. Um, but, uh, you know, there's a lot worse reporters than Joe Ingalls. Um, and I'm sure she endeavors to do uh, a fair job. And I'm not at the hearing, so I can't tell you if she's gotten the ratio right. But there's a sure is a big preponderance of people against this resolution from the State Board of Education that would reject the Biden administration's expansion of Title IX to include people who identify as uh, the sex they are not. And so I just want to comment on two of the people who are objecting to this resolution. And again, you're saying, well, that's really controversial. What, what, what is the State Board of Education contending, Bruce? The State Board of Education is contending in this resolution from member Brendan Shea that Sex is not arbitrarily assigned at birth. You're born a man, you're born a woman. It's unchangeable. 
and that Title IX, 50 years, which has certainly been, not singularly, but certainly uh, mostly responsible for the expansion of opportunities for girls, uh, that Title IX should not include protections for boys who say they want to be girls, or they are girls, or girls who say they are boys, that they should not be able to use the restroom matching their gender identity. They should have to use the restroom, the private spaces, the locker room, and play sports in the sex they were born. You say, well, I can't even believe we're arguing about that. Yeah, nor can I. So here's Chris Linkomelli, an attorney who Joe Ingalls says claims this resolution will cause, listen to this, the death of thousands of LGBTQ youth by removing their protections. Thousands of LGBTQ youth will die if the State Board of Education passes a resolution empowering Dave Yost, the Attorney General, to fight back against the Biden administration. Thousands will die. What did I tell you about how they use emotion for their arguments? Not fact. Are there thousands of LGBTQ youth? Uh, Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Will they die? Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. And here's another one. From... Oh, this person's Cynthia Peoples with Honesty for Ohio Education opposes the resolution, says all students should be respected. She calls this resolution transphobic and homophobic and says it is dehumanizing. That is a dangerous, unhinged attack against LGBTQ students. Well, it is not a dangerous, unhinged attack against LGBTQ students. If this resolution is not adopted, it will be a dangerous, unhinged attack against far many more students who do not fall victim, and I use that purposely, victim, to the indoctrination of the LGBTQ ideology. Cynthia Peoples makes an interesting argument, though, and she says she opposes the resolution because she says, All, and this is in caps from Joe Ingalls of statewide, of statenews.org. All students should be respected. Well, that would be the ideal scenario, would it not? That all students could be respected. But in this case, Cynthia Peoples, and in this case, Joe Ingalls, and in this case, listener to the Bruce Hooley Show, there is no middle ground. There is no possible way for the radical left to get its way on this, for biological boys to be allowed to go in girls' locker rooms, girls' showers, play girls' sports just because they say they are girls. There is no way for them to be allowed to do that and for girls like my daughters to be protected in those same spaces. The two are incompatible in all ways, not possible, okay? And whoever the whacked attorney is who claims that thousands of LGBTQ youth will die, I'll allow that there might be thousands of LGBTQ youth, but there are tens of thousands of other students who are not indoctrinated 
have not had their minds warped and twisted and persuaded or are intrigued by this utter nonsense. And so, no, there is no middle ground on this. And your objective sounds nice and flowery that all students will be protected. It's not possible. And in a situation where it is not possible, you side with the overwhelming majority, and the overwhelming majority are girls who know they are girls, and they've always been girls, and boys who know they are boys because they've always been boys. So, if I sound intractable on this, it's because I am intractable on this. Because there is no other way to protect our kids other than to be intractable on this. So, if this claim of thousands of these students is true, then we need a third option in mm-hmm. the schools, yeah. and they should be playing one another. Yeah. Amen. If there are thousands, then we if can have there are transgender thousands, sports. And, yeah. I will, and I will add, my daughter played on the bowling team, mm-hmm. and please don't laugh because it's actually very competitive. I'm sure it is. And That's one sport if, where I think it could be competitive. It is very competitive. And if a school, and she just graduated a few years ago, so this should still be true. If if a school does not have enough girls to form a team, you have to have seven, mm-hmm. five, and two alternates, or at least one alternate, then the boys' team has to be expanded to allow girls to play on the boys' bowling team. Okay. However... There is no locker room required there you go. for a bowling team. Yeah, there you go. Yes. So in a situation like this, if the advocates, as Pam says, are so positive that there are thousands, well then, you certainly don't have any shortage of funding. GLAD and Human Rights Commission and all that. They should be more than happy to give you the money to start your own side endeavor where they can have transgender basketball, transgender soccer, whatever you want. And if it's if that's the case, they could play against the boys and the girls, but they would have to do that on different nights so that yeah. there would be a locker room for that team. You could have your own little LGBTQ rally out there while you're having your transgender sports festival. I'm I'm not saying this this is always position they're denying them the right to play sports. No, I'm actually not denying you the right to play sports. I'm telling you I want boys to play with boys, girls to play with girls. And if you're transgender and you're comfortable being in that environment, then fine. Then set it up yourself and do it. You don't even have to go to GLAD. You don't even have to go to the Human Rights Commission. I'm sure Joe Biden would be more than happy to sign over another couple trillion dollars to you so that he can escalate inflation and so he can create some kind of woke Olympics for you to compete in. But this is bigger than just the schools. As I said, these kinds of vehement disagreements exist across all lines abortion border crime military we're going to examine the midterm election and we think we have one election but do we really have one or do we have two different elections we got two of everything else disparate views maybe on the election too three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.